You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. JC is back and let me let me make sure I get his up next card right because I finally got a little organization going on with these videos. But that being said, let me bring JC in. How you doing? Are you frozen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not frozen. I just felt like I I'm like, retrograde. <laughs> retrograde, man. What you said, Shadow Week? It's not even the retro, the full retro, the real retrograde ain't even here. And it took us 30 minutes in between the two of us to set up our equipment, like respective equipments. Like it's it's it uh, this is and I like retrograde. I am a I am a fan and proponent of retro. I always like retrogrades. I learn so much. I have a Capricorn and Sun and a Mercury and Aquarius. So those things lend to positive feedbacks with the retrograde. But this right here, I don't like this. <laughs> the same <thing. laughs> the same thing. We are talking about Tiffany Haddish and Aries Spears today. Um and then we're also going to talk about uh black leaders versus elected black leaders and how we actually don't need people leading the black we actually need actual black leaders like we used to have which let's just say you cannot appoint those if you will like they they, they kind of just are all right they kind of just are <laughs> so, and they're needed and they're called to action it's not just like a, okay i just hired you to be the mm -hmm. lead the blacks like no it's it, it's, no. it's kind of like a rally around kind mm -hmm. of thing you know mm -hmm. um so of course we're going to talk about that and way more because you know how jc and i do we'll be like we're talking about two things and ends up being 12. so mm -hmm. of course we're going to talk about all that as soon as we come right back to rewind with Jason. um so like i said we're talking about uh aries spears and tiffany haddish they are being sued over alleged sexual child abuse, okay? Um, I am going to play a quick little video for you guys that don't necessarily know what's going on. And then when we get back, you already know that uh, JC and I are gonna give you guys our thoughts because we have actually seen the video in question. I've seen the video. Thanks to Pretty you. Damn cring <laughs> it's it's super cringe though, bro. It's like, super it is cringe. Like, it's like who thought of this? Who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> there were clearly no one with actual sense that was apart from this project was 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 there. Like none whatsoever. Like I just. Look. Comedians Tiffany Haddish and Aries Spears are being sued for allegedly sexually exploiting two minors. The plaintiffs were seven years old and 14 years old at the times of the alleged incidents. The two alleged victims are the children of one of Haddish's former friends, according to the lawsuit. The court filing alleges Haddish coached Jane Doe on simulating sexual acts for a comedy skit in 2013. A year later, Haddish and Spears allegedly offered to film the boy for a reel to pitch to Nickelodeon. The lawsuit states the video titled Through the Eyes of a Pedophile shows Spears lusting over and allegedly molesting the boy. The lawsuit alleges that there were no parents or guardians present to represent the interests of the children during the incidents. Haddish and Spears have both denied the allegations, calling the claims, quote, bogus and a shakedown. Girl, we both on mute. Hold on. It ain't never cut off this many times. And they never did that. Especially this soon. Thank you. Shadow week. It's usually like 30 minutes later. Thank you. Shadow week. Dear God, we not even in retrograde yet. We not. That's the crazy part. God. Oh my We're goodness. Really anyway. not. <laughs> Tiffany Addicts officially has spoken out on this whole scandal. 
She said, I know people have a bunch of questions. I get it. I'm right there with you. Unfortunately, because there is an ongoing legal case, there's very little that I can say right now. But clearly, while this sketch was intended to be comedic, it wasn't funny at all. And I deeply regret having agreed to act in it. I really look forward to being able to share a lot more about the situation as soon as I can. Then we have one more thing I wanted to share because this was interesting. Uh, Hollywood Unlocked recently just shared that uh, Tiffany Haddish is relieved after Aerie Spears skit video surfaces. I wanted to take responsibility and I was tired of being extorted. This circle is apparently Jane Doe and John Doe's mother partying at Tiffany Haddish's birthday party in 2020. So, uh, you know, of course, they're calling this a shakedown. Um, oh, <laughs> the plaintiff's the mother. Dickens. Oh, wow. I don't even know how to say her name, so let me not even try it. Has been trying to assert, assert these bogus claims against Miss Haddish for several years. Every attorney who has initially taken her case, and uh, there were several, well, damn. Ultimately dropped the matter once it became clear that the claims were meritless and Miss Haddish would not be shaken down. Now Miss Morris has her adult daughter representing herself in this lawsuit. The two of them will together face the consequences of pursuing this frivolous action. If that ain't creepy, I don't know what. <laughs> so we talked about how like you, I remember you were saying that the mom possibly has mental health issues and I was like yeah um, and or I'm not and to use Whitney Houston's word I'm not going to say that she was crack I'm say she's a little crackish but you know what I'm saying like that it doesn't like when you find out like what actually happened like you left your kids with these people you left your kids with adults and you you were literally the mother in the skit like they, it was like it was art imitating life Damn. Um, and it's like you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's what it's like. i just i'm like wow so it's just like it's kind of i didn't even think yeah. about that yeah 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 you were literally the mom in the skit like you literally are the, the person that tiffany haddish is playing it would be a trip if tiffany haddish was actually playing the mom like if the mom was actually like uh an inspiration for her role you understand what I'm saying? It's just, it just like I I'm like shriveled. I'm not shriveled. <laughs> I'm <have> shriveled. <laughs> your use, your use of the English language confounds. I love it. <laughs> Jeff's gifts. Um, but like, <laughs> that's yeah. But like, no, I just I don't. Continue. Um, continue. Go, go. So, if you haven't actually seen the video that I would say is in question, but we've seen the damn video show. Um, with the fact that the mother has some mental issues, the little boy was seven. And if you haven't seen the video, in a nutshell, <laughs> like JC said, the mom literally drops the kid off with an uncle. Yeah. I think his name was Uncle Pete of all names. And uh, she's like, hey, Uncle Pete, can you watch my son? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, that's fine. And in the first scene, the little boy is sitting on the ground. He ain't even, he's only in his tidy whities He doesn't even have socks on, okay? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And he's playing with his toy very suggestively. Mm. He's spreading his legs. The cutout in the newspaper as like, it just... It's Uncle so Pete bad. is watching him through a freaking oh, newspaper bad. with the eyes cut out. It's then it goes so over the little boy's, you know, buttocks, if you will, and it looks like, oh, but bad. it's a lot. And then there's a bath scene where, you know, little boy is taking a bath. Then, you know, little boy puts his foot up and he starts like, it's almost as if he's watering a plant. Yeah, like no, Aerie Spears takes the little watering can and literally watering, and the little boy is like shaking his hair, like you know, like a Pantene commercial. Lot. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, this. I'm so happy that they had the foresight. The whoever was working on that, like with Aries, that like, they had the foresight not to have that grown man take off his clothes 
and get, then get in the bathtub like Aerie Spears just jumps yeah, in the bathtub. Right. With, with full, he, he, he does jump in fully in COVID. I'm like, thank the Lord. Or else I don't know if you could have saved this. Like, well, there's obviously there's no saving it, but it's just like. No, because the problem comes towards the end where it's like uh, after this is now the third time that Uncle Pete has now watched this little seven year old boy. Right. The seven year bo- seven year old boy is now groomed, if you will. Right. And he's and, romanticizing Aries. Like, and that's that's Yeah, his little comic book. Yeah, he's reading he has reading a comic book and then another comic book drops and the cutout of the eyes, like how the uncle is, you know, that happens with the little boy and then he starts spraying baby oil. <laughs> Oh, like it's the cutout. Oh, and mind you, the uncle is in his underwear. He's now. in his underwear now, and then like he's spraying baby oil. Or, like the kid he's is like spraying rubbing baby it all oil. over him. I was just like, oh, this is. So I'm not even gonna front. I laughed a couple times, but it was one of those laughs where it was like, I can't I think believe it was like y'all. An awkward laugh. I like can't believe y'all laugh. did this. I can't believe y'all did this on Beyonce's internet. This is what you thought was appropriate. On Michelle Obama's internet, on Barack Obama, on Lindsay Lohan's. Actually, that makes sense. I take it back. But on the other three's internet, I can't believe that you guys did that. Like, that's just, oh, God. I'm just wondering why they thought this was a good idea. You know, this was not early 90s. This was not late 80s. Which this would make like, none of this okay still. I'm just going to say it's that. It's not going to make it okay. We're not still. advocating for child grooming but in the 90s and 80s. We're not doing that. <laughs> I say that because I remember back then there were a lot of... Back then, nobody said anything because it was it was lightweight normal for older yeah. men to date younger women. And that's why it's taken until now for R. Kelly to end up going to jail. And, and, apparently, of and apparently older men to date younger boys. If you look at the case of like uh, the alleged cases against Africa Bambata and all of the. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just I was shocked. I said, my African-American Jesus, what in the world is this? <laughs> like. <laughs> People used to be like, don't go over there. Do not go over there. When I was doing that research, I was like, that is wild. That is wild. It is wild. It is wild. It is wild. But I think I see what they were trying to do. Like, I, I honestly do see what they were trying to do. I see the. I see the the message in it. The message is delivered plainly and clearly. Um, I Watch just think exactly like literally it says it at the end of the literally literally, literally. Uh, but I think that oh Jesus Lord why like I you could have done it several different ways that weren't as cringe um, I think we both agree me and you that we I think we both agree that didn't nobody do nothing to them kids no um, outside of the obvious trauma of that skit but like i don't think anything extra was done which you know the skit in of itself is enough like dear god they were talking you were telling me about how the little boy puts tape over cameras now and like yep. oh he doesn't I, like to take photos and you know he's 15 now so he's been you know traumatized about this for all these years apparently mm-hmm. um mom aside you know it's like we can blame the mom all we want to mm-hmm. but <clears throat> If this little boy indeed is still traumatized at the age of 15 to where he really is putting tape over his cameras, he doesn't really want to take pictures because he doesn't really know what people are is going to do with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I would hate and I couldn't even imagine what it feels like for him to go to school these days. Exactly. If he's even going to school, exactly. because I'm pretty sure that people saw the damn, it's not that hard to find it. You know what I mean? Like, especially when it first, first came out, it was on YouTube. Like somebody put it back up on YouTube and YouTube recently pulled it back down. But, you know, it's, I think for me, although I know for a fact that they, at least I don't, I wasn't freaking there. So I don't, we believe, but I I believe that they did not personally touch these kids. Um, because the the older sister says that she had her basically sexually acting like she was giving fellatio to a freaking hot dog. Right. Um, bit on the nose, but okay. (laughs) Just come on y'all. Come on. My whole tingling is it's, it's the fact that you had to teach them to do this. Exactly. And I think that is 
where the real problem mm-hmm. comes in to where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you think of a little girl that's fast or you think of a little boy that's like doing too much when he's like around other little girls. And you're just like, well, who taught you that? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, maybe it's possible that the little boy was playing with his trucks like that before. Right. But I honestly highly doubt it. Doubt you know that. what I mean? I, doubt that. I, I highly doubt he was throwing his legs in the air like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just I don't think that he necessarily would have done that before. And then when you put a little seven-year-old in a situation like this, you don't know how you're jacking him up mentally coming down the years. Because although, you know, adult-wise, you see it as, oh, you know, it's it's acting. It's funny. (laughs) Ha-ha. Yeah. At seven years old, you sit around imagining things all damn day. So, like, do you really know the difference between acting and what to not internalize? Like. If like if this little boy really is indeed still traumatized and the fact that the mom or the sister or whoever, because obviously the mom isn't necessarily all the way there. So I really can't take too much of what she's done. um, I really wonder what parts in this that Aerie Spears and Tiffany Haddish actually had. Because it's like, did they write the skits? I mean, obviously, Tiffany Haddish brought the girl there because right. what some people don't realize is that she apparently met the girl when she was at like a comedy camp or something like right. that. And then that was how she ended up meeting with the family and getting to know the family and being cool with them and checking on them. Right. But did she write the skit? Because she's like, oh, I wish I didn't agree to it. And so I'm like, well, how much of this did you know about to where you still agreed to it? And I remember there was a point when Tiffany Haddish was living out of her car. Right. So it makes right. me wonder if she was just desperate enough for that check to not saying it's OK. Right. But I'm trying to get some logic as to why you would ever think something like this was OK <laughs> to film, let alone release. And so this is the part I think. And there's been some like uh, what I what I want to say, there's been some like confusion, I think, um, just to make it clear what exactly grooming is. That is grooming. Right. When you teach someone to, you know, um, essentially like fillet a hot dog, you know, that is grooming. When you teach a child how to like put up their legs and, you know, do innuendous things with the with the with the fire truck or the train or whatever, like that's grooming. Right. So that would be, you know, even if this is in jest, even if this is acting, if you will, even if this is, you know, what I'm saying like if 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 if. You told their mom that you're they're doing this for Nickelodeon. This is on no nickel. No one on Nickelodeon. This is not Nickelodeon's idea. I watched it as a child. We both did. And like, I know Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon had some weird things, but their <laughs> had weird stuff weird was like stuff. it was kind of like you had to. Right. Like now we're realizing that was kind of strange. Right. Like it, but you know, if I would have seen that back then, I would have known that it was strange. Right. <sighs> like. That's weird. Yeah. 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 And, I, and we did forget yeah. to mention that the whole original plan allegedly is that she was dropping the kids off to do commercials for Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. And so therein lies another problem. Like y'all just went about this all wrong. Oh, and then you said, didn't you say that Aries is out here making videos talking about some you won't break my soul? Like, sir, this is not the hill that you want to die on. This is the hill that you climb carefully and slowly down. Um, you check your surroundings at the bottom and you never go up. Let me see if I can like, find that. Like, that's just like you just, it's, uh, sir, why? This is not the hill that you like. I don't know. Gr- child grooming. Post R. Kelly times is not what you post Epstein, post Weinstein, post all the Steens and R. Kelly. This is not the hill that you want to die. Is this it? Mm hmm. He's blinking. (laughs) The millennial pause. He's not a millennial, though, so I don't know what it's called. And he's doing this silently. Like, there's no audio in the background. And then what's even crazier is when you read it, it says, please go to the YouTube page and subscribe to my new podcast, Sophisticated Sound Reels with Comedian. Uh, I can't read that from here. My eyes are super jacked up. So let me just also speak on this. DM me for the link to the spirits. Okay. So let me also say this, because we talked about this off 
air. Um, as a queer man, right? I don't. The the whole Renaissance album is an album for the gays. It's for that community specifically. And so for you to take this and then do that when this video is about child, like this is so much, like you don't have to do this. Like it's just, I need to think about that. Exactly. As, as I, again, as, 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 as a gay, like, you know, I don't like, like that. You picked the worst actual track to try to be like, oh, you won't break my, no, bro. Like that's already a horrible stereotype. Like, like what are you doing? Who is your publicist? Does he even have a publicist? Clearly no one. Like, this is not, this is not. <sighs> because my whole thing is, I feel like your publicist would have been, had. Um, have, would have muzzled you and threw you in the back of the trunk. Yeah, because Tiffany Haddish hasn't really said anything. As you, you should. Know? She did her one apology. thing. And that was it. And some people really weren't feeling that apology either because it almost kind of comes off as she's trying to distance herself from it. And I as I mean, I would too, but you were there. You were yeah. part of it. Like you, you were an integral part of this. You you picked the damn kids. You did. You did. First, you 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 tried to groom the little girl to the point where she said she felt so damn crazy and she just knew that she didn't this even do wrong. a good job. Right. Then a year later, you circle on back around to get the seven-year-old boy. So it's like, are you trying to tell me that you didn't know the whole point of Uncle Pete in this skit? You're the one that taught the little girl how to fellatio the hot dog. And then I haven't, okay, I tried to watch Girl's Trip with some friends and we all fell asleep, but we also all were drinking sangria and wine. So, yeah, you know, um, apparently there's a part in there where she talks about like grapefruiting. Yes. I haven't seen it, but apparently she's now, she's known for doing, you know, sexual things with food. Oh. So it's like you taught this little girl at 14 years old how to do sexual things with food that she probably wasn't even thinking about before. I mean, I don't know. I'm not I'm not in that little girl's household. I don't know what the heck she's right. watching. Hopefully but, she wasn't. Hopefully. But it kind of goes back to like the whole R. Kelly case where it's like the girl that he ended up, you know, wedding on. Uh People were like, oh, well, she didn't look like a little girl. She seems all grown. I did not see, this, see the R. Kelly tape, but that's what people are saying. Mm -hmm. And when she recently took the stand, because I want to say she's like 35 now, she was like, well, he taught me how to do it. Right. So now you've taught these kids how to do this when they were supposed to be doing a Nickelodeon commercial. And then a seven-year-old, he's not going to know anything. Any, you know what I mean? He's just going to do what he's being told. <laughs> And then after she sits him down, she says, do what Uncle Pete tells you to do. Right. And then leaves the room. Right, right. We don't know if she actually stays in there. We don't know if she sits back and she's actually like, we don't know. Right, right. And it just, it's just, uh, first of all, well, third of, 13th of all, um, didn't we just talk about this last week? Didn't we literally just talk about this last week? I'm tired of this. I don't. I, <laughs> I feel like Phoebe right now, Phoebe Hollowell. I'm just like Lord, just you know what I'm saying. But then also, it's like it goes back to what I was. I I made a video about this, and I was like, stop making kids be nice to adults when they don't want to. Um, like it's like you know, because I don't know if you've ever met children. But they're very loving creatures and they have a tendency to gravitate on their own time towards people, places, things. And so, you know, forcing a child to, quote unquote, hug aunt whatever or sit on Uncle John's lap, you know, what I'm saying like when they don't want to. Like, I remember one time I was at a function and uh, it was with a friend. I ain't going to say too much and get into too much into detail. But like there was a little girl there and, you know, it was my friend's like niece or something. And like, she was like vehemently opposed to hugging a family friend. And they were like, Oh, don't be like that. Hug, blah, 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 blah. And it was just kind of like one of those things where I'm watching it and I'm getting uncomfortable because it's like, she don't, she does not want to go to this person. Right. And I'm not in my mind, I'm not, you know, I'm not entirely sure 
what this reaction is about. You know, I don't want to think the worst of anybody involved, but I'm like that reaction warrants investigation. Like, why are you so vehemently opposed? Why is a child so vehemently opposed to a family friend? Mm -hmm. And that just goes back to it just goes back to, you know, taking away kids agency over their bodies when they're younger. Kids don't have much say so over much. Right. So it's like, you know, the, 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 the few things that they do have control over, you know, their bodies and hopefully what they eat. That's about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so if you grew up in a black hole, so you're going to eat what's put on the table. So throw that out. You're going to eat. So just throw that out the window. Oh, you want water for dinner? (laughs) Exactly. That's That's good. You You better not pee the bed. Um, and so like (laughs) that part. (laughs) That part. But uh, so you're taking away that. Um, and then it's like you know, it's just like I said. I was just I was bothered. I left. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go now because I don't really like you know what I'm saying. Because it's a weird position to be in. Like you don't want to say anything, but then you're also like, oh, this is. I, should I say I like y'all don't see this? Y'all don't see this? Don't nobody think this is a problem? But my black behind. Okay, well I'm gonna leave because this is awkward. This is awkward. Because at that point, you're just gonna sit there and watch the little girl for the rest of the night. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't want to be, you know, like I'm the outsider here. Like I know my friend, but I don't know the family. So it's mm-hmm. like I don't want to be that guy. But I'm also like okay. Okay, this is weird. And be careful who you leave your kids around to circle back. <laughs> but like, you know, bring it full circle. I'm just saying. But yes, don't stop making kids be nice to adults when they don't want to. All right, stop. So, it. um, now just in like recent times, uh, I want to say over the last couple of days, uh, the mom is asking for them to be arrested now. Uh, do you think that they should be arrested? Uh, do you think that there should be a little more research into who should be arrested or not? Uh, here it is. I wanted to find that one. Let me share that. Um, so, yeah. Do you think they should go to jail? Uh-oh. Or do you think they should pay a fine? Because my whole thing is if they were solely just actors and an actor and an actress and they actually had nothing to do with the script they hadn't like they were just doing their job right right. i'm still gonna look at you a little sideways because you took the job right and like i said tiffany haddish was living in the car back then so who knows how desperate that she was not saying it was okay but i just sometimes wonder what was going through your cranium back then for you to actually take a role like this and be a part of something like this even if you weren't the uncle pete you were still a part of this situation especially with the little girl Right. But I wonder, really, who wrote this? And, you know, because apparently it was on Aerie Spears's website and his YouTube channel. OK. And so it's like, did you write this skit or did somebody else write the skit? Or was this written in conjunction with the mama? Like, like right. who sat what, down and what? wrote this? Yeah. What is the what? what, is the what? Uh, I don't I don't think they should go to jail i mean let's do some investigation right like because i mean i don't I, I in my heart of hearts i don't believe either of these two individuals actually um you know like physically abuse these children um grooming yeah grooming that's debatable um that is uh yeah uh that is uh whatever you got on that you know you kind of let that ride um but i don't know if i i don't know if i would call for them to be like a red. I don't know if I agree with that um, because I, I do, as I said to you earlier, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And um, they were just on highway 666 moseying right down along. And so in that way, I understand the purpose behind it. I understand, um, you know, I, I understand what you are trying to do. Um, <sighs> pay that lady. Pay that lady. Just pay her. Pay you jacked up her kid. Right. Pay, the, pay, that, pay that lady her money. Like, listen, pay that lady her money. May a Cooper it and make it go. Pay that lady her pay that lady her money. Okay. And apparently they were only originally asking for fifteen thousand to send the kids to therapy. That's what I know. 
That's what they say. Pay that lady her money. Pay her her money. You broke her kids. Pay the money so she can fix them. Like, what are you, what, what is wrong with people? I don't get, like, no. Pay that lady her money. Give her whatever she wants. What she wants, she wants 450, 500,000, pay it. Pay it. Especially if that little boy is really still as jacked up the right. way he is. Like, pay you it. owe them. Everybody pay. that was a part of that project owes that is them a, some money. That is a fine. Pay the fine. All right, pay the fine. Like that's not even like that's Trump change. Like you, th- pay that lady her money. Pay them kids to college tuition. Do something because I, I like I said, understand the thought process behind it. But this execution was piss poor. And then you got the whole thing that you body shaming with Lizzo. You calling Lizzo fat and you out here looking like you know an abused punched panda bear. Like nah, fam. Like this is not what you want. Like those in glass houses should not throw stones. And you, my friend, are in a champagne glass. You need to stop it. Like it's you not threw okay. Through a whole damn boulder. Miley yeah. Cyrus wrecking ball style. I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Busted the whole wall down. I was like, oh. when that video of him came out, I don't know why, but off the top of my head, I just knew something's going to come out. You don't get to go in on someone like Lizzo, mm-hmm. especially after a top moment like she just recently had at the VMAs. And then who what? I know for a fact that interview clip that ended up dropping with him saying that about Lizzo, that had been probably done. I don't know how long ago. How long ago? But they waited. You know how I interview with Yeah, it's and, the perfect storm. Like, oh, you, you still got the video of him talking bad about Lizzo? Drop that thing. Drop that right now. That's a and two. boom, it took off. And then like three days later, this hit the internet. Also, okay, somebody, uh, shout out to my boy DeAndre. He sent me this video. So three weeks before this, you know, Tiffany Haddish had actually went on some show and was promoting like this black uh, black owned business banking kind of like rivaling Google apps. So people are like, you know, this is this is a play that they have done time and time again. Whenever black people, black celebrities try to do things that disrupt things, there's always like something that magically, you know, uh, that guy uh, that did the, the, the guy that did Birth of a Nation, you know, before that movie dropped, there was several, you know, rape allegations or whatever that came out against him, sexual sexual abuses or whatever. Uh, you know, Tiffany Haddish, it's called the Bizio, like T-H-E-B-I-Z-I-O.com. Like, you know what I'm saying? She was promoting this platform um, and, and all of these things drop. So people are noticing the pattern of this. Um, and it's just like, and, you know, not to not to belittle abuse of any kind, violence of any kind, not to belittle that, but it's just interesting how she talks about, you know, it, she's creating an app to rival Google. And three weeks later, the literal poop hits the fan, like just... And so, like, I don't think that's by coincidence at all. Um, I really wish she wasn't in it. I really wish it was just Aries because no one likes him anyway. Um, and I, I, but unfortunately, you know, and she looks really good. She got the, you know, the finger waves with the blonde hair. Girl, she looked gorgeous. I just really hate that this happened. So I do want to say that, like, she, she, she was supposed to have an app coming out. Black business, black banking, all the things. Well, um. I would say that took a dark turn, but it was already dark to begin. It was already dark to begin. So, <laughs> this is the part where we take a break. <laughs> yeah, this next subject isn't much better, but it'll be interesting still. So, it's uh, <laughs> when we come back, I'm gonna actually let JC take this one over. Um, and uh, yeah, we gonna talk about black leaders versus actual black leaders, or should I say, black leaders versus leading the black. Yes, leading the blacks. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Be our back to rewind with Asa. <laughs> I'm so done with you. 
Hey, y'all. My name is Nicole Harvey, and I proudly serve as the Director of Community and Family Engagement at Seattle Jazz Ed. And I'm here to let y'all know that we're getting to launch our fall programming the first week of October. So if you're a student or you know a student between the grades 4 through 12 that is interested in playing music, whether they're a beginner or they've been playing for a long time, we have saved a seat for you. For more information, please visit our website at www.seattlejazzed.org. All of our programs and classes are offered on a sliding scale tuition policy, which means that families get to choose what they pay, no questions asked. We also have free loaner instruments available for every student to use. If you have questions, you're welcome to contact us via email or by phone at programs at seattlejazzed.org or 206-324-5299. Welcome back to Rewind with Besa. I'm Besa Gordon, and you already know we got my buddy JC up in here because it is Wednesday. <laughs> um, so JC, sent me a video. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about this video before we play it. <clears throat> um, I don't know who this this elder's name is. Uh, this this young lady, she uh, goes off, um, and I, I I saw it, and uh, I like immediately was like. I'm gonna send this to Basa because she basically just told the truth and nothing but the truth as far as like, you know, corporate plants in the black community and just, you know, like I said, black leaders versus, you know, people that just happen to lead blacks, right? You know, and electing quote unquote black leaders and, and what that looks like and how it actually doesn't work. Um, and so we just wrote a clip. Like she said it better than I ever could. Like, man, she's, she, she I, we do not have to have black leaders anymore because everyone in this room is empowered to be a black leader because see right now right now these people that you're calling black leaders are not what they used to be with marcus garvey's day those were the people that got us together and planted a strategy and we're not looking for fame but today's black leaders i'm afraid to become leading blacks and don't ever confuse leading blacks with black leaders let me tell you why you don't do that one of the reasons you don't confuse them leaders are chosen by you. They're chosen by the people. They're going to lead. They're chosen by us. But let me tell you about the leading blacks. The leading blacks are chosen by the media. Leading blacks. Leading blacks are chosen by ABC, all broadcasting Caucasians. Leading blacks are also chosen by NBC. Nothing broadcasting but Caucasians. chosen by CBS, the Caucasian Broadcasting System. And when you allow, when you allow leaders to be chosen by the media that's owned by the corporations, when you get ready to change your lives, carefully watch and see what the leading blacks are doing. Because that's when the leading blacks sneak into the door to the corporations and they will tell the corporations, oh, we know how to go and put them down. We know how to get you some real affirmative action Negroes to come in here and work. We know how to do that. But at the end of the day, the leading blacks lead the corporations and the leading blacks have gotten paid while we have gotten played. It was the, it was the sit back for me. It was like the I'm done. Like it was the it was I like when I saw that. What I, said. <laughs> I was like Miss Hare, Miss Hare, like the Miss Hare, Miss Julia Hare. Like she, uh, that's my she. I might have to switch out my rising from uh, Quincy Jones to Miss Julia Hare. Like that's if y'all don't know, I I I like to do celebrity zodiac. So I say I'm a James Baldwin son with a Malcolm X moon and a Quincy Jones rising. Might have to switch that out to uh, Julia Hare rising because she she uh, I uh, that's me. That is actually me. Don't get me drunk. That is actually me. <laughs> Don't let me get the drinking. Like, yes, but Miss Julie. D- what do you think that this switch happened when it got to the point to where, and maybe it was always like this, <clears throat> you know, when you think about like the Marcus Garvey's and how like we all gravitated towards them, 
when do you feel like there was a switch from actual black leaders that we came together and was like, yes, I want to follow him to where corporate America started being like, I know I can make some coin off of this. Hold up. Let me make a phone call. Mm, I feel like it was somewhere in betwixt and between the death of Martin and Malcolm Mm. Um, because we have Malcolm's death um, and the confusion around that. And, you know, was it the nation? Was it the FBI? Was it NYPD? Was it all three? Like, you know what I'm saying? So you have that and you could spin confusion and, 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 and all of the misinformation and misunderstanding and all of the things. Um, and then you have Malcolm's death. And most people don't know that Malcolm was assassinated after he gave the, the church's burning speech in like 1963 or 65 after he like publicly was like, you know, after he was trying to start this coalition that pretty much united all poor people, the same thing that they killed Fred Hampton for. Um, You know, he gave this speech. He talked about how integrating black people into American society was a bad idea. It was like putting his people in a burning house. And then, you know, uh, shortly after that, he was assassinated. And so I think, um, like I said, somewhere in between Malcolm Martin and the crack epidemic, they figured it out um, and just kind of and just kind of rolled right home. You know what I'm saying? Because the one thing I can say, historically speaking, um, a lot of people. Well, some people may know and remember me from, you know, this, but I was there from pretty much the entirety of the CHOP occupation. Right. And so I got to see how how organizations function, right? And how you have people that actually want to do the work and people that just want the notoriety, right? Mm -hmm. And so I got to kind of see that power play. And I'm like, you know, being in that space kind of made me understand how um, we get to the nation of Islam going against their brother, Malcolm. We get to all of the infighting between, you know, SNCC um, and and, uh, SNCC would be the Southern... I forget the the acronym. I'm sorry, but it, you know all of these different orga- civil rights organizations that were happening around the same time, um, and, and and I kind of got a chance to actually see it play out before my very eyes, and I'm like, oh, so this is what happened 30, 40, 50 years ago, and and yeah, I just I just feel like it it just it, it it's it's somewhere in there. They figured it out. They got it. Boom. You know what's so funny? I totally forgot about those moments in CHOP where we would see, you know, white pe- white agents of chaos. But then you see the black then you started seeing the black ones. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was like two people. It was like one girl and like one dude and a couple other people. Mm-hmm. And they would like randomly pop up. And every single person from Seattle was like, who is who that? Who are they? Yep. And who and how are you? T- we don't even know no you guys. You. Nope. We've never seen you. Nope. You're not from this area. Mm-hmm. How are you speaking for us? Mm-hmm. And then one day I was watching the news and I was also watching. I think I was watching Omari's live stream, to be honest. Like, that's how I actually found out about Converge during CHOP okay. because I was on air and I was doing nights on Cube at that time. Uh, so being that I live downtown on South Lake Union, Sometimes I would hear the marchers outside and so I would update my breaks and be like, you guys, they're on South Lake Union. I think they're on their way up Denny and heading back up to Capitol Hill. Just letting people know what's going on and how to stay out the way. Right. <laughs> um, but I remember watching the stream that day that they came up to the barricade and then everybody was like, who are you guys? Why are you here? We don't mm-hmm. trust you because people kept seeing them on the news. They're mm-hmm. having meetings with the mayor and mm-hmm. nobody just understood it. And then they disappeared. Mm -hmm. And so I think I was watching Cairo 7 or Como News and everybody was trying to figure out where they went. I was like, I figured out where they went. They went through the barricade and they're walking directly to the news. Literally, the the cops let them through the barricade. Mm -hmm. They went through. They ended up talking to Como or Cairo and they were like talking about how scared that they were or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was and that was another moment where we were like, who? Are sent you people? You. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Not it's even like, who sent you here? Because mm-hmm. this this doesn't even make any sense. First of all, nobody really bothered you. They were really just trying to figure out who the heck you were, right. why you keep popping up, and why nobody can 
figure out who you are, what school you went to or anything of that nature. And for you to get let through that barricade and be able to go back there and go directly to where the news was all the way up by the freaking precinct and do a little interview trying to turn on your tears. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's Mm -hmm. what that looks like. And it's and it's so like, uh, I don't know if you guys might have heard me typing. I was trying to figure his uh, I'm trying to remember his name. But so like during the civil rights um, era, there was this uh, famous photographer called Ernest Withers. Right. And so he was at every single march. He was he was at every single all the things. Right. He he was the guy taking the pictures and he was simultaneously an informant for the FBI. So he was letting the FBI know all of the whereabouts for all of the meetings and everything because he had a front row seat right he was the videographer he was the historian he was the person that was supposed to be capturing everything and so he was taking this information and he was feeding it back to the fbi so they could sow discord inside of all of the black power movements right and so it it literally when i saw this video i had trump let me tell you something (laughs) i was i was never personally tear gassed although i was in the vicinity when tear gas was happening However, I was in the vicinity when flashbangs were happening. Um, I was in the vicinity when, you know, people were getting shot and stabbed and everything. I got crazy footage that hasn't seen the light of day. We can work. Now that part I was not there for. Oh, those flashbangs would start. And I was it was like there's like literally a video of me like running through downtown. Omari, we got crazy. Omari with the Emmy. We got to work. You know, I was there. Um, So like (laughs) shout out to Converge. But like, um. Yeah, like, and and that trauma is real. Like, I was at, it was shortly 4th of July, fireworks went off, and, like, I lived, and I have never ducked at a firework before. I am from South and Northeast D.C. I know what a gun sounds like, right, in the 90s. I know what a gun sounds like. I've never, but I was literally shocked and dramatized, so I'm just, like, it, it, it brought me back seeing this video brought me back because it's like me being the journalist that I am, I did the work to actually, I didn't ever speak for anyone. I literally just recorded things. And there were some times and some moments where I wanted to intervene and I decided not to because it's like, hey, I'm here to watch. I'm not here to be a part of this. I'm here to actually just kind of tell the story, right? Tell a true, honest depiction of the story. And, you know, barring a few times, where I actually did speak up. One of those videos is actually online. Uh, Andre, whatever his name is, um, excuse me, when he was out here spreading lies, and I was like, nope, uh-uh, hit a camera foot, talk into the camera, talk in, talk right here, because you didn't say that like 30 seconds ago. Outside of like, that, wait part, a minute, <laughs> like wait a minute, like that. I think his name is Andre Watts or Andre something. Like it's that video did numbers on my YouTube, but. Outside of that, I was really there to just actually document the story. And so, like I said, it just actually seeing how these things play out, actually seeing the plants, the informants, the 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 the, the, the power grabs, right? Just it is wild to understand. And and so to answer your question, sometime in between the death of Martin and Malcolm <laughs> <laughs> is when they figured it out. And yes, that's my answer. And they've just been trying to perfect it since then. So ever since then, you know, ever since then. And that's just like, man, but Malcolm, just, Martin, Ernest, the whole. Mm-mm. And I feel like that's when, you know, African-Americans really have to learn how to get into their discernment a little bit more mm-hmm. because there were some people that were believing those people that were on there and they're just Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, they're savages. And I'm like, they're lying. They be lying. I have the footage to prove it. I'm like, you don't, you you didn't see where, how she just, you don't understand. You know what I mean? And it's like, Mm -hmm. all like just assuming that every single thing that you see on the news is fact. It's the truth. And that's not like. And there can be so many things that just get fabricated or cut cut out and clipped and snipped and, Uh you know, flipped around or say this like this. You know what I mean? Uh Like you can literally evoke so many different emotions depending on what you say and also what clip is played over when someone is saying something and the order that it happens in. Because it's just one of those things where it's It's like editing. Major editing, because if I'm not mistaken, 
when the video of her at the barricade, when I seen it, I seen it on a live stream. And then I seen her on the news. Mm. So it's like, unless you were watching the live stream, you don't really know what was happening. Right. And right. if you didn't watch the news, you don't know where she went. Right. Right. And you just literally had to, I had, I would have multiple screens open just from, so I could see different mm-hmm. angles. Cause if I didn't, I wouldn't get the full story. I remember there was a woman that was in her apartment and then the police started like putting lasers on her. Mind you, she was, I think she was at the Seattle Times office. Oh no, she was at the stranger in her office looking out the window. And then they saw her looking out the window and they started like putting a little, lasers at her. Uh-huh. And it was some crazy stuff going on with the police. Like at that time, like I said, we uh, I really want to put together a documentary, like an actual like I was working on something. Life happened. Pandemic happened. Like a lot of things have happened. Um, but I really want to get back to it because that that is a story that the world needs to know. Um, and for those of us that lived it, that breathed it, that were actually like in the in 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 the fire, like that is something that you know that i will never forget that time like i was just i will never forget that like i was literally a part of history like i would never forget that time it was wild (laughs) so because we're talking about appointed leaders Mm -hmm. what do you think about sean king you mean talcum x um rumor that he's not even black because i've done my googles as have, as have i i think um <laughs> i love when i hit you with a curveball because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like ooh, you really I, start going through you be like mm. how do i feel about talcum x um you know i I'll see your Talcum X and I'll raise you um, transracial, what's her name? Uh, Karen Turnkeisha. Um, the one that was like, uh, oh God, transracial, what is her name? What is her? Okay, hold on, hold on. Transracial, transracial uh, lady. Rachel Dunzoff? Rachel Dolezal, yes. <laughs> I'll see you with her. I'll see you with Talcum X and I'll raise you a Rachel Dolezal. And I say that because while she is blackfishing, um, I truly feel like when I look at this lady's track record, I'm like, damn. Um, can we trade Candace Owens? I will Candace Owens, polyester and Velcro. Um, what was that name? Sylvester and Silk or whatever. Polyester and Velcro. <laughs> um, uh, Toyota 7500. And uh, who else is a black or ambiguous? Stacey Dash. I'll trade all of them for Rachel Dolezal. Did you so see her popping up talking about how she didn't know that DMX died a year ago? I will trade all of them for Rachel Dolezal. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, <laughs> I will trade all of them. All you can have all of them for Rachel Dolezal. Because if I like, I so yeah, that's my, I'll, I'll ask you that. Because <laughs> I have complex emotions on Rachel. I have complex emo- emotions around um, D-Ray McKesson. Honestly. Uh, so, I, whew, see this thing called capitalism. It corrupts capitally and that's just all i gotta say i just i just uh, no human is ever one thing um you know what i'm saying a great man is great for multiple reasons and great in and of itself it, it has no polarity great it's just a word it means a lot it means a bunch in <laughs> abundance you know what i'm saying so you can be abundantly horrible you can be abundantly good or you could just be abundantly in the middle but like yeah, Taco Mex. Uh, ooh, that's a that's a great question because somebody asked me that before, and I was like, <sighs> I don't know. I need to meet him before I give because 
he does do that thing where it, I feel like it's I don't know what to call it when you like uh, um, when you post things online and it's like I am enraged. At the- oh, I was the first thing that was the first thing that came to my mind when you said he like, does these things. He's like, I'm so angry. I'm like, bro, I don't know black people talk like that. And I'm but like, did the- you really type that? But on the other hand, it's like <sighs> Candace Owens. And so and she's actually black, like undisputably. And so like, <laughs> I'm like, ah, ah, in the words of Amanda Seals, when she talks about certain things, Amanda said, the reason that I don't base my career in black anger and pain is because I never want to be out of a job if we overcome. And so, yeah. Okay, what about Black Lives Matter? BLM? Yes. I, I feel think like it, they- I think it was a good thing when it started. I think yes. much like everything, capitalism corrupts capitally. And um, and that that is that on that, I think. Um, and on sometimes I think we do this thing where it's like we expect our leaders to be martyrs. Like we don't want them to feed or clothe themselves. We don't want, you know what I'm saying? It's like, no, these are people doing the work. Social work is work. Social justice work is extremely traumatizing. You're putting your body and your soul and your mentality. You're constantly going to war every single day. I'm not going to chastise anybody for receiving donations and buying themselves something that is work. And that, that is something again, that I learned having been in the trenches at chop. That is, I was traumatized people. I shrieked and, and, and recoiled when I heard fireworks that has never happened to me in my life. And that's what I'm saying. And like people that don't people that have never been in a situation where that those type of things are happening. You've never been to a protest. You've never had police react violently towards you or been in a situation where the police come at you, you know, and try you like you crazy. Like you don't understand that. And so like you couldn't, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Whoever, if they get, if black lives matter, get a $10 million donation. Not now, not now. Now I ain't saying that, but back then, but back then, you know what I'm saying? If black lives matter, got a $10 million donation, and the founders of that split a million dollars to go buy the, to go do for themselves. Like this is like social justice work. Don't nobody get paid for that. And if you do get paid, it's not enough for what you do this out of the love because you're trying to overcome. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. Mm-mm. So Black Lives Matter, Arisen, OG BLM. Yes. BLM, Neo BLM. Not so much. Yeah, I guess when it comes all the way back around, do you think that we ever will have a leader like a Malcolm X, like, you know, a Martin Luther King that can really rally us together? Or do you think that we might already have one? The perpetual optimist in me says yes. Um, The realist says no. And so that's not, and if it is, it's not going to be from here because this place is going to hell in an Instacart order. Um, but <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe from another part of the world, I think, but I don't know if I have also complex feelings around that. Um, and just who I think it order. may be. <laughs> you know, I just ordered Instacart today. So, you know, I'm like, huh? <laughs> America's going to hell. And not even trip. Amazon Prime. Um, no. Yeah, two day shipping. Um, but like, uh, <laughs> that's America. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I don't know if it, I, I, uh, like I said, the optimist in me says yes. Um, the realist in me says, hell no. Well, I, like I said, this wasn't going to be my writer. <laughs> the sipping of the soda can for me with the green. We're warned. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to our last commercial break. Oh. I'm past patiently waiting. I'm passionately passing every expectation, every action, not to creation. I'm laughing in the face of casualties and sorrow. Tomorrow. I am not going to take my own shots. I am not going to take my own shots. I am not going to take my own shots. I am not going to take my own shots. I am not going to take my own shots. I am not going to take my own shots. I am not going to take my own shots. I am not going to take my own shots. I am not going to
Now, just so you guys know, Hamilton actually stops playing at the Paramount on September 11th, ironically. So you guys have a little bit more time to actually check it out if you haven't already checked it out. Um, Otherwise, I want to thank JC for staying up so damn late with me. I did not realize it was that time over that show. Um, (laughs) Well, I've been sipping my little energy drink. Uh, Of course, JC will be back (laughs) once again on Friday. So until then, uh, once again, JC, make sure that everybody knows where they can find you at on social media until you come back on Friday. So everybody, check me out uh, at the OVT Network. It, it, it oh, oh, Lord. Try that again. All right, so everybody, everybody, Mercury Shadow Retrograde is in effect. Oh my God, I hope y'all ready. Because um, this, if this is this episode, the pre to this episode, if this is anything, if this is the foreshadowing for mm-hmm. this rendition of retrograde by mercury we are in for a hellified time uh but y'all check me out right there at this on the screen and yeah all social medias that's where i be. all right and you guys already know you can keep up with me everyone on social media at face the garden so until i come back tomorrow you already know what to do keep that energy high and make sure you follow jc at the obt network you're trying to get the figures right <laughs> the mirror week is weird lord Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.